Welcome to the Soulful IVF Podcast. It's your host, Lisa White, and I believe your fertility journey through IVF can be one of more ease, more joy, and more magic. Staying empowered on this path requires us to look within, to go a bit deeper, to hold on to ourselves always. So remember to keep that light alive and let it begin. Hi, friend. I have to share a really exciting workshop coming up that I'll be co-leading in March with my dear friend, Tandy Pryor. She is an interior alignment practitioner, and we are going to be talking all about ways to create space to receive on your fertility path. As you can imagine, we'll be talking about environment and think feng shui principles. Tandy has 11 years as a coach, 15 years as an interior alignment specialty practice, and she's going to guide us in a deeper understanding of how we can utilize our environment to help us shift into a space where we can more easily receive in preparation for our baby. And she's going to be teaching us a tool called a Bagua map. I'm super excited to learn about this and how we can apply this map into our own home um, or office or building, room, yard. So it covers nine different sections. And I'm so excited to bring this talk to you. The investment and the details are in the show notes below. You can apply to sign up there and also at my website, ivfmanifestingamiracle.com. Again, it's happening on March 10th at 12 p.m. Mountain, 2 o'clock Eastern. I hope to see you there. New topic today. I just felt like coming on and talking about a little bit about my origin story. And there have been some new people following the work that I'm doing. And the podcast has brought a lot of new people, which I'm so grateful for. And I thought it'd be just kind of fun to show up and share a little bit more of who I am and what's led me to the work that I'm doing now. So thanks for being here. Yeah, I'm born and raised here in Colorado. And I, I always wanted to be in the health field. That was something at a young age, I wanted to work with people. And I didn't want to be stuck behind a desk. I wanted to do something that would impact lives. And I was always athletic and played a lot of sports. Volleyball, I would say was my favorite sport as a young child. And, um, in high school, I decided I was going to do some volunteering and I thought physical therapy was going to be what I would enter into, but I got exposed to occupational therapy and that really aligned with me a bit more than physical therapy. I love that OT combined more of the science and the art, more of the psychology and human development, just that creative side that I didn't feel like physical therapy offered. And the other cool thing about that profession as an OT, um, and I, I've been an OT for over 20 years. Um, you'll hear that it, it did support me immensely as I was navigating through IVF. And I decided to pursue pre-occupational therapy school back in when I was at Colorado State. So did all these pre-OT classes. Now it's like a master's and a doctorate program. But I was in right when it was still a bachelor bachelor's program. And what I loved about the profession and what it still stands for, it's like you really dive deep into people's lives and really get a firsthand look into challenges and 
looking at the whole scope of a person. And so how could it not influence me going through IVF and influencing the work that I do today as a coach? You know, it's a really rich background, years of (laughs) training, right? Um, A lot of kinesiology and gross anatomy and human development, um, psychology, psychology, sociology, like runs the gamut. And um, so starting at Colorado State and I actually got to play volleyball there. I was a walk on in 95 dating myself, (laughs) but it was a dream of mine to play collegiate volleyball. And I was a walk on and so cool that we got to play in the NCAAs and Actually, fun fact is I got to play against Misty May, one of the best volleyball players in the world. She was playing for Long Beach State at the time. And we got to play them in our first round of the NCAAs. And needless to say, we lost that game. (laughs) But it was just an amazing experience. And so some other cool things while I was at Colorado State was working at Disney World. Um, That's a fun, another fun fact and probably another episode I'll do. Uh, when I got to work at Disney World, and uh, that was a summer college internship. So I was still in the pre-OT major at that time. And um, what an experience. Like, I was 20 years old, and you're thrown in this whole world, um, living in this apartment complex and working. And I was a boat captain. I drove the boats between Epcot and MGM Studios at the time. And I also got to help when like the characters came out at Epcot and did some of that. So I'll save that for like a whole nother talk, but it was so fun. I got a Mousters degree. Ha ha. <laughs> oh my gosh. But just the memories were so incredible working there. And so as I was trying to get into occupational therapy school, um, long story short, I transferred to Creighton University in Omaha, Nebraska. and. Moving from Denver to Omaha, it was a it was a bit different, but I made so many incredible friends there. Um, the friendships I, I have are still, you know, still lasting and um was there for a couple of years and then did an internship as part of my program. I went to Arizona for a three-month kind of internship and then did another one here in Colorado. And then after that, I was like, you know what? I'm moving to San Diego. So that was in 2001, right after September 11th, I decided, you know what, I'm going to live life fully. I always envisioned living by the beach. I was writing about it in my journals and I'm an only child. I just felt like, you know what, this is me. I'm, I wanted to live boldly and just, I was courageous and pretty adventurous. And I moved out there and didn't know at first it was going to be San Diego. I did like a whole road trip up the coast, but I ended up choosing San Diego and I was there for nine years. And so that's where I began my career as an occupational therapist. And I worked in a lot of different settings. And if you read Hold on Baby, like, you know, a lot about this. I worked with kids and schools and at the children's hospital. And I worked with adults in rehab facilities, skilled nursing facilities, um, home health rehab, all like you name it. It gave me this huge, diverse, rich background and being very adaptable to jump in. And I was doing a lot of per diem work, contract work. So for me, the variety, like I thrived in that environment. I loved it so much. And then in 2010, I decided it's time to move back to Colorado. So I moved back and I was working with adults and, um, I can't remember exactly when it was. I started working with kids again, but 
in 2012, met my husband. And as you know, in our book, how we met and then going down the road of fertility treatments. So that was in 2015, starting the process of IVF and fertility treatments. And I just wanted to share a little bit of this backstory because there's a lot of new people here and just, um, it's kind of fun, you know, learn a little bit about the person behind the coaching behind the work that we do. And, um, at least I'm interested in learning about how people got started and who they are, what makes them kind of unique or different, this and that. Um, so it's just kind of fun to, to share some of this. Um, because working in the work that I do now, it's such a dream to walk alongside so many of you. And what's amazing is I get to work with women anywhere in the world, virtually. Um, I've had clients in Singapore. I've had clients in Canada, all around the U.S., um, different consults with many of you around the world. And it's just, it's awesome. And um, it, it took it took some bravery to step into this and courage to decide, you know, I see a real need to support women in this space. And, um, the way I went about it was so different and so unique to how many I feel go through this journey. And we had our one embryo holding on for us. And so just deciding to do this whole process differently, very intentionally and consciously, and um, I feel like the work I do, it's more than just coaching, you know, it's um really helping you on a deep level to shift and to optimize this path. We all come with like different diverse backgrounds, you know, some of us have different specialties in the fertility space. If um, it's um trying to think of different examples, but for, for me, I can speak for myself. It's really in the mindset, energetic, holistic space, integrating the mind, the body, and the spirit. That's the big part that I feel like is often overlooked going through IVF. It's that spiritual component, the soulful component. And we know how much of a medical process this is, how, how IVF is. Wow. Right. It's so regimented and it's just, our protocols and medications. And I don't pretend to know that side of it. I don't go into depth with my clients in those areas, but I definitely guide them to resources to support them if they have those medical questions. Um, but what I've really learned is how much we have within our power to transform the way we're going about this ride. And it can be a lot more enjoyable and a lot more fun and a lot more magical. And so understanding all these different moving pieces. And, and it's interesting, you know, I feel like that OT lens that you can't ever really get rid of my occupational therapy lens that I've, I used for myself and my lived experience through these fertility struggles. Like it's important. It's, it's key. Um, and one of the unique ways that I help my clients through this process, um, really digging deep. And so one of the cool things that I pursued as I was going through IVF was, um, support from a Reiki prof professional, something else you might not know about me as I'm Reiki certified. 
And it was immensely helpful for me going through IVF and I offer virtual Reiki sessions to clients and, um, learned a lot, learned a lot about the energetics and doing chakra readings, which I just love. I just did one with a client the other day. So transformative. So when you learn where there's some misalignment or some blocks within the body, within the energy field, it is so impactful when you recognize how we can shift and just become more aware of how we can navigate to shift in greater alignment through this. I really believe so much of this through IVF is, is getting into greater alignment within, you know, about this, when I talk about the inner journey through IVF, it's such an inner, inner path. And one of the challenges I see many going through, it's like, they're looking externally, looking outside of themselves where giving their power over to others and like not living their lives fully not stepping into this, leaning into this path. And really, I believe we can rewrite, as Brene Brown talks about, we can rewrite a new ending to our story. And it's one of the greatest pleasures of my life, getting to serve so many in this space, an unexpected blessing and an unexpected gift. I never anticipated to be doing this kind of work. And I honestly think that's like where some of the magic comes in, like being open And when we trust our heart, the path kind of lays itself out for us. In a way, it's one I chose. And then it's in a way, it's one I haven't chosen too. But I think in a way, we're always choosing, right? I chose to lean into this work. I chose because I saw a need and having lived it personally. It's like I can make an impact in this space. I can use what I've lived through and my diverse background and all the things I've lived through to like really create an impact and help others to navigate a really hard, crappy (laughs) experience. Like fertility challenges are never fun. They're never fun. And sadly, more and more people are going through challenges in this area. We hear about it more. We see more people talking about it, hearing about loss, hearing about struggles. And my heart is with you. Those of you with recent losses, it can be a really long path. Um, I'll be sharing on Soulful IVF on my podcast, you know, future talks with clients. I've had nine rounds of IVF. You know, many, many rounds, some of them have endured and I'm just always in awe of the resiliency that it takes and and the determination and the commitment that they've had to like pursue and endure this path. It can be long for many, maybe you're in that space where it's like, seems forever. And only, you know, when it's time to veer a course, make a change, turn to a different direction. I think um, one of the key um, moments when I decided, you know, I, I feel a need in this space to step into supporting others is when I just kept hearing these stories. I, I, I was reading on social media, different stories of like people living in the struggle and feeling really disempowered through this. 
And it hurt my heart because I'm like, wow, if only they knew, if only they knew how different it could be. Interesting how our pain can often become like our purpose, right? This unexpected blessing that I talked about. Going through IVF was one of the hardest things I've ever gone through. And yet it's become one of the most beautiful gifts. There's a lot of stories like that, right? Where we've been able to turn that pain into something bigger, into a greater purpose. I think that's like the resiliency of like the human spirit, right? Like what we're able to overcome, how we're able to channel something really hard into something really good. So I felt like coming on just to share a little bit about who I am, my background, and um, where it all kind of started. To reach our to reach our daughter, who's now five, and just an incredible blessing in my life for my husband and I. We just are so grateful. And I hope if you're listening, just know that you're not alone on this ride. There's a lot of support for you, and it takes some. It takes you choosing and being open to receiving receiving support. I hope you'll continue following along with me. There's some uh, workshops and different talks that I'll be putting together with some friends that I'll be collaborating with in the near future. Some for coming upcoming months and um, really just innovative and out of the box ways to help support you through IVF. That's what I'm about. It's, this is different. It's IVF done differently. It really is. Um, I'm not going to give away too many things, but tapping into the soulful, spiritual sides of this, the out of the box strategies, that's what I'm all about. So thanks for being here. Keep moving forward on your path. You can reach out to me at ivfmanifestingamiracle.com book a connection call. I'm offering those still right now and um, offering private one-on-one support. Um, There's lots of opportunities to connect. So I welcome your messages to me reaching out. Um, Happy to answer some questions on some future podcast episodes. Uh, Hopefully you've been able to catch some of those on Soulful IVF. It's amazing to see the podcast has reached 14, is it 14 or was it just 18? I can't remember now. I think it was 18 countries around the world. It's incredible. So I started this in January, January 11th. And like, again, never anticipated I'd be a podcaster, but here I am and I'm having the best time with it. So thanks for being here and here to support you always. Connect at ivfmanifestingamiracle.com. A lot of love. This is where it begins. Letting the light in, soaking it in. Darling, don't you know that you've got a gift? So look deep within and make a wish. Let it lead how you live. And let it begin. Let it begin. Let it begin. Let it Let it begin, let it begin.
you so much for tuning into this episode. If you liked it and found it helpful, I would be incredibly grateful if you would share it with a friend and tag me on social media at IVF Manifesting a Miracle. Your reviews of my podcast mean the absolute world, and I would love it if you would rate it and subscribe to the show. You can also watch these episodes on my YouTube channel. Connect with me at IVFManifestingAMiracle.com. There you'll find ways to work with me, book a connection call, and join my private newsletter where I provide extra nuggets and resources. You can also download my top 10 tips for ways to navigate through IVF with greater ease. It's all here for you. I hope you'll choose and lean into this path. Don't go about IVF alone. Choose to get support and know I'm there to walk alongside you. All my love.